0: To the banquet of your kingdom, O God of the nations, you have invited people of every race, every tongue. May all who are called to a place at your table come by the narrow way to the unending feast of life. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit. God forever and ever.
1: In the passage that follows from the prophecy of Isaiah, God promises to open his kingdom to all people. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, for I know their works and their thoughts, and I am coming to gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come And shall see my glory, and I will set a sign among them. For them I will send survivors to the nations, to Tarshish, Put, and Lud, which draw the bow, to Tubal and Javan, to the coastlands far away that have not heard of my fame or seen my glory, and they shall declare my glory among the nations. They shall bring all your kindred from all the nations as an offering to the Lord on horses and in chariots and in litters and on mules and on dromedaries to my holy mountain, Jerusalem, says the Lord. Just as the children of Israel bring a grain of offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord, And I will also take some of them as priests and as Levites, says the Lord. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God.
1: In the following passage from the letter to the Hebrews, we are told by its author that it's best to look on what we suffer, not as punishment, but as instruction on how to live our lives. What does our suffering teach us about life? A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, you have forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as children. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, or lose heart when you are punished by him. For the Lord disciplines the one whom he loves, and chastises every son whom he accepts. Endure trials for the sake of discipline. God is treating you as sons, for what son is there whom a father does not discipline? Now, discipline always seems painful rather than pleasant at the time, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weaknesses, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. Listen to this reading. It comes from the Gospel according to Luke. Luke. Jesus went through one town and village after another, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked Jesus, Lord, will only a few be saved? And Jesus said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will try to enter and not be able. When once the owner of the house has gotten up to shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door saying, Lord, open to us. Then in reply he will say to you, I don't know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, Well, we ate and drank in your company. We heard you teaching in our streets. But the Lord will say, I do not know where you come from. Go away from me, you evildoers. Oh, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God but you yourselves thrown out. Then people will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south, and they will eat in the kingdom of God. Indeed, some who are last will be first, and some who are first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm staying up here this weekend just to get rid of this congestion. Uh, All week I was thinking, do you remember the Alka-Seltzer commercial? The, The jingle was, a summer cold is a different animal. That's what this feels like now, and it's just, we'll get over it. We will get over it. The way of life is vigorous. It requires our full attention. Try to enter through the narrow gate. In the reading that we heard today from the prophecy of Isaiah... Isaiah is telling us that God's kingdom is going to be open to everybody, to people from everywhere, from the east, the west, the north, the south. And I'm sure that when the people who were faithful to the covenant of God might have been upset by this, the only ones who are welcome into God's life are faithful to the covenant. How can people from the east and the west and the north and the south come to share the banquet of the kingdom? We would put limits on God's love. God doesn't want to do that. God's kingdom is open to everybody. And the passage from the letter to the Hebrews, it talks about suffering. Why do we suffer? You know, there's a, 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 a wonderful saying I remember from my seminary days, why do the just have to suffer? I say that when I was congested. And the answer is, you just have to suffer. See, you got that better than the 5 o'clock mass last night. (laughs) Why do the just have to suffer? You just have to suffer. But what the letter to the Hebrews, and by the way, we're not sure who wrote that letter. What the letter to the Hebrews tells us is that suffering is not a punishment for sin. Rather, suffering is instruction. We're supposed to learn from what we suffer. What do we learn, Lord, when we do hurt, when we suffer, when we're sick? People I know who have suffered with cancer, in their faith life, they begin to recognize that what the Lord speaks to them in their suffering is that when we suffer, we can turn to God. Maybe nobody else, but in our suffering we turn to God who is with us and sees us through. That image of entering through the narrow gate, the narrow door, The image goes back to a a gate in the city of Jerusalem. The center gate was huge and wide, big enough, tall enough for a camel to go through. A camel laden with wares. But on either side of this big gate, this big door, were two smaller doors. Doors that can only be entered by someone not carrying a big pack, not carrying a lot of wares, Jesus in using this image is telling us to enter through the narrow door. But you know, when I think about the 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 big door, the the the, the wide door, I imagine people carrying. I imagine us carrying like a huge duffel bag filled with stuff, just like Santa Claus. We can't make it through the door, through the gate, carrying this huge sack. Well, what's in the sack? For some of us, it's anger our anger and unwillingness to let go of the anger and forgive those who have hurt us. we got to get that out of the sack if we're going to enter the kingdom, huh? For some of us, the sack is, is, is laden with selfishness. We think first and only about ourselves, what we want and what we need, how we think things should be. We have to empty the sack of that selfishness if we expect to get into the kingdom. But what if the sack is filled with good stuff? What if the sack has some really good things? What are we supposed to do with the good things? The gifts of time. The gifts of talent, the gifts of treasure. In order to get into the kingdom through the narrow door, the narrow gate, we have to give the time we have to other people, we have to spend it for other people. Do you you know anybody who's lonely? Do you know anyone whose family is all gone and, and they're all by themselves? Do you know a kid that just, the parents are so busy that they don't have any time to listen to them? To get into the kingdom, we have to spend the time we have in caring about, in giving of ourselves to the lonely, to those who need us. Maybe the bag is filled with talent. What do we do with those talents? Could it be that our talent is in art? Could it be that our talent is in music? Could it be that we have a talent for carpentry or anything like that? We can hoard that talent and just use it for ourselves, or we can spend that talent to help other people. Do you know anyone, any widow, any poor widow, who would need you to come and, and fix some stuff around the house. We have to spend what's in the bag to get into the kingdom. And what if the bag has treasure in it? You know, what is it with us that thinks we have to hoard and save money? The gospel says that we're supposed to share that money to spend what we have for other people. Here's a little commercial for our finance council. <laughs> but the money we donate to the parish, that money is used. It it helps to pay for education for our young and our old, training and education in the faith, that money is used, the money that we we give to the parish is used to help our brothers and sisters in Mogotty, Jamaica. That money we give to the parish is used to help the people who call Matthew 25. The sack has money in it, not to hoard selfishly, but to spend in helping others. Our gifts to the parish do just that. The way to life is vigorous. The Lord we share in the Eucharist is one who poured out his life. He spent his life on the cross to save us and open the gates to us, open the gates of the kingdom to us. The way to life is vigorous. It requires our full attention. Let's try to enter through the narrow door. Thanks
1: for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.